I was originally going to title this episode, You Can Always Circle Back to Something, but I figured talking more about the concept of absolutes and absolute thinking ties it all in together better. So basically, I want to get into the fact that when we think of things in complete and total absolutes, in black and white, in binaries, in 100% this or 100% that, it ruins our experience of our life and whether or not we go after the things we want and, to tie it into the old title, if we circle back to things that we once were doing or once wanted to do. Things don't have to be black and white. They don't have to be binary. Just because you stopped doing something or you are trying a new thing or whatever, it does not mean it has to be that forever and 100% and nothing else can happen. Or if you've let something go and you're not doing it anymore, whether that's a habit, whether that's like a creative endeavor, a job, anything, just because you let it go does not mean you can't circle back to it at some point. I think that that mindset and that mentality holds us back from allowing ourselves to grow and learn and experience more things and then come back to something when we're more ready. And this can apply to relationships too. You can be in a relationship with somebody, you can end that relationship, and that does not mean that that has to be a thing forever. Life happens in flux. You know, things go up and down, side to side. It's not just linear. People grow, people change. The way you see things will change. You can circle back to people, to relationships, and not in a sense of like, I am letting you go right now and I'll come back to you when I, when I want to come back to you or anything like that. Um, it, it's more, I think, when we, when we look at it from that perspective of it doesn't have to be forever. It doesn't mean just because we ended this right now. It might not work for right now. That does not mean at some point in, in the future or whoever, or whoever knows when that this can't work out. You know, it's just more approaching life from that perspective rather than, okay, we ended things or I'm not doing this thing anymore. Therefore, that's it forever. That's who I am now. And it's not. You are not any sort of label or title or person you're attached to or anything like that. And when we think of ourselves in that way, when we attach too tightly to these absolutes, we lose ourselves in the process. Sometimes, one thing that I think we don't often think about or realize is that we need to fulfill another cycle or period of growth before we can go back to something or someone. And I know it, it's not like fun to think of it that way. It's, it's kind of annoying to think that, why can't I just have this thing right now? Why can't it just work out for me right now? Unfortunately, that's not how life works. You know, that's not how people work. We grow, we change, we need that time and space to do that. And sometimes when we let go of something or something gets taken away from us, I think a lot of the time it signifies a period of, of growth and change and a cycle that you need to fulfill before you can circle back to this thing and you can attempt it from like a clearer mindset or a more informed mindset. Again, this can apply to relationships. It can apply to creative endeavors, your art. Um, it can apply to anything. Sometimes we need that time and space. So when we look at these situations, these things that we lose, when we look at it from that perspective, it makes it easier, I think, to allow ourselves to go back when the time is ready, when we're ready for it and not think, well, you know, it ended before or I stopped doing this, therefore I can never go back to it. So when you're faced with the opportunity, you reject it. It's like, no, let it flow as it needs to because you might have fulfilled that cycle now that, that you needed to fulfill in order to go back to this thing. There might also be something you still need to figure out or see about yourself and how it relates to this goal or this endeavor or this relationship. We don't always see ourselves completely and totally clearly, especially when we're younger. 
we can only really see ourselves and understand ourselves with time and space to to grow and change and experience things. And we do need to experience things. We need to experience the good and the bad. And that's sometimes what we need to do before we can circle back to something. We need to experience a new lesson or a new opportunity or something to get a clear understanding of who we are and how we relate to this person or this goal. Because now you can circle back to this, you know, as an example, this artistic endeavor with fresher eyes, with a new perspective. And now you can create something that actually is more aligned with who you are. And if we're talking about it in relation to relationships, you can come back together with this person and approach your dynamic from a different place, a healthier place at times, right? When you know yourself better now. Sometimes we need to do that. So when we lose something or when we move away from something, it might signify that we just, there's something about us that we need to see, that we're not seeing right now. And we need that, that redirection in order to do that. I think in order to stop thinking of things in absolutes, we need to stop seeing our life as a linear plot line. Again, things will go up, things will go down, things will go side to side. They're not going to be in a constant trajectory upwards. That's not how life works. Our, our lives, our stories are not these neat narratives with these character arcs all the time and a nice conclusion at the end that wraps everything up together. That's not how life works. Um, we can have a day, like one day in our lives could be an entire story on its own, you know? So I think it's important that we stop seeing our lives as this narrative that we have to fulfill because that contributes to that absolute thinking, you know? If I didn't do this right now and I'm moving forward in this upward trajectory or this linear trajectory in my life, that means I have to let that go. It's behind me now. Like that's not part of the plot line. That's not part of the story. It's like, it can be. You can go back to something. You can circle back. You can try again. You can go from a new direction, from a new opportunity. Like there's so many alternatives and there's no right way to do anything really, right? The only right thing is what's right and aligned for you right now in this given moment, because you know, this present moment is the only thing that really exists. And also that doesn't hurt you. It doesn't hurt other people. That's it. That's all you really have to focus on. But when you think of it from the perspective of, well, I can't do this again. I already did that. It's already part of my past. Like I can't go back to it. It's like, why not? Right? Why can't you circle back to something just because it was in the past? We change, we grow. Like there's so much space to rediscover ourselves and how we relate to things. I think it's also important to avoid looking at yourself as a failure or a quitter when you do step back from something or someone, you know, even in a relationship. I think some people can look at um, a relationship ending as a failure. And I really, I really don't like that perspective. I don't think anything, any kind of opportunity or experience like that is a failure in like that absolute sense. I think, okay, it didn't work out right now, but of course you learned something. Like, of course you did. You saw something, you experienced something, you learned something about yourself, you know? And also hating yourself is not going to make you want to circle back to something when that thing could give you even more insights when you do circle back to it, when you could experience something even better when you circle back to it. Hating yourself, berating yourself, calling yourself a failure, wanting to avoid looking at that thing that you think you failed at, of course, it's not going to let you step back into it and try it again or try from a new perspective, which is, I think, again, the process of life. It's getting up, trying again, redirecting yourself. You have to show yourself forgiveness and compassion and also thank yourself for experiencing something when you were maybe younger, maybe more naive, not as wise, learning what you needed to learn and now having more information to potentially try it again. That doesn't mean you have to go back to everything in life, just what feels aligned to step back into. You might get called back into something again and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't mean you are desperate or 
you are just uh, masochistic and you you want to fail again because you know you failed before, you're going to fail again. It, It just means that sometimes we need to experience something again from a different perspective to learn something new. And I think ultimately this comes down to following your flow and your intuition. If you feel like your attention is needed somewhere else, let it go there. If you feel like right now this thing that you're experiencing, this this project you're working on, this relationship, this career, whatever, if you feel like your attention is being taken somewhere else, your energy, your your flow is being pulled in a different direction, I think we have to allow ourselves to be pulled in that direction. Now, this obviously means you have to be mindful of yourself, the other people that are affected by this decision to move on, of course, right? I'm not saying to just jump to any opportunity because it feels fun and exciting in the moment, right? We have to be really mindful. Uh, I think tapping into your intuition is really important too, right? Because if your intention in life is to be um, kind, respectful to yourself, to other people, when you approach it from that perspective, when you do get called to something different than what you're doing right now, it's coming from um, a place of love, not a place of distraction, excitement, like wanting something new, something fresh. It's more like I'm I'm being pulled to something and because I'm trying to approach everything in my life from a place of respect, this must mean that it is something that I need to do from a respectful, loving place for myself and for the other people in my life. And again, this can apply to creative projects, to work, to relationships. And I think the hardest part is with relationships because when you're in a relationship and nothing is necessarily wrong with it or nothing's totally bad or it's not um, necessarily like toxic or abusive in that sense, it's hard to step away when you do feel like I, I need to or like there's something calling you to it. And I don't mean like, oh, you're being called by the excitement of a new opportunity or a new partner or like you want something new. And I don't think I'm I don't think it, that is necessarily healthy again, but I'm not, you know, I can't decide what it is or isn't for other people. But what I'm what I'm approaching this from is more if you're in a, a dynamic with somebody and while there's nothing necessarily wrong with it, but you feel like I need to take a step back. I need to focus on myself. There's this is not necessarily aligned with me right now. That's okay. And I know it's hard. It's hard to accept that. It's hard to not feel guilty about it. But like that's that is life. That is relationships. And I know it's not easy to accept because I think again, we see an ending of a relationship as a failure and we see the idea of being in a relationship as something that you have to do forever. And some people do want to be in a relationship for marriage and be together forever, and that's great, you know? But that doesn't mean it has to apply all the time for everybody. Like we have to be able to recognize when it's not aligned for us, even if nothing is is deeply, deeply wrong with it or obviously wrong with it, right? If it's not aligned, if it doesn't feel authentic to you, that's okay, you know? And again, ending something like that does not mean you can't circle back to it if it feels more aligned in a year or two. And that's not to say like you dump someone and then you circle back because now you've, you feel like, I'm ready for you now and then you are redirecting their lives. No, if it flows for everybody, if it feels aligned for everybody, if uh, the stars align in a sense, that's what I mean. Life can be so long, right? And it can also be very short, but but there's so many opportunities, so many little, little side streets to go down throughout your journey. And I think we have to allow ourselves to be able to see them when we do approach them, you know, in our path. And not hold ourselves to these absolutes of, well, it ended and now that's it and never again and we can't go back. Like, why not? I think for me, the reason I want to talk about this right now is because I found myself circling back to my own creative endeavors. Obviously, I've been creating content online for about a year and a half now, but I let go a lot of my create my creative fiction writing and focused on my creative nonfiction. You know, I, I really found a lot of purpose in that and I love it and I'm still going to do it. 
but I noticed myself neglecting a lot of that fiction and that that creative uh, like that creativity from that perspective I loved writing as a child it was my escape it was my way to explore my feelings through fictional characters but as I got older I felt that fiction writing was less mature less adult and now as I'm reading the artist's way and I'm kind of working through that I am uncovering a lot of how I'm I'm feeling like I've neglected myself and part of that process is accepting that it doesn't have to be a forever thing this isn't an absolute thing just because I let it go a couple of years ago does not mean I can't try it again I'm allowed to try something again I'm allowed to circle back to it now that I've learned more I've experienced more I've created a lot more online I found an audience that resonates with what I say like why can't I step back into that and I think for a while I felt like I can't like no I've branded myself as somebody who only does nonfiction, but that's not all of who I am right like I can't use that as an absolute template or, or title for myself I also enjoy fiction and that's okay so Basically, this is me saying that I am also doing some fiction writing now, getting back into that, exploring that a bit more because I've missed it. So if you want to read some of that, I'm going to be posting it on my Substack newsletter along with my nonfiction writing. I'm, I'm, I'm merging all aspects of myself now and I'm allowing myself to integrate all of them and not reject any of them or think in absolutes of I'm only nonfiction now or I'm only fiction. You know, I can do it all. I can do it both. Why not? So yeah, I hope this was helpful. I hope it was informative. Um, if you want to work with me one-to-one -one and talk about this stuff in more detail, of course, I'm not a therapist. Um, I just really like talking about these things and I know other people need somebody to give them some perspective at times. So you can book a one-to-one -one call with me on my website. Um, follow me on Instagram. And yeah, again, subscribe to my Substack if you want to read my writing. Thanks for listening and I'll be back again next week with another episode.